0: It's going to Kingdom Success. List of Salem Carr coming at you. At episode 318. 318. Excited to be able to do this episode with you guys um, because I've just been on this uh, kind of, I don't know, rant or thing where that I want to show you <clears throat> that God wants to provide for your needs. That you should not be toiling. You should not be Frustrated you should not be stressed out about your money you shouldn't be striving for your money because that's not how God created you to be um you know i I was having um having breakfast uh with a a young man here recently and you know he's in a uh a little bit of a financial you know dilemma you know he I, I don't can't speak for everything that's kind of happened with him, um, but I just know that money is getting ready to be tight or is already tight uh, for him uh, as we we're, you know, talking over breakfast. Well, you know, I he's he, he's a awesome, awesome Christian and he loves the Lord and he's a, a great man of God. And as I was sitting there talking to him, and I knew he knew. By the way, it's raining, guys. Uh, so I I apologize for the second episode in a row that I've that I've been doing uh, an episode with with raining. But anyway, you'll you'll be fine. Uh, we're riding in the car together. It's all good. So as I'm talking to him, um, we get to uh, you know he's he's told me everything he's trying to do. He's he's. You know, reaching out to this person. He's thinking about this idea here. He's, um, you know, tried to start another business as well. And he's asked me, you know, for any kind of referrals or, you know, connections that I might have. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I honestly, I felt at that moment, I really felt, I felt for him because I've been there too. Let's just say that I have been there too. And not to say that it's, it's an easy situation to be in, but I've been there where the money's tight and you're, you're kind of grasping at straws. You're, you're trying to keep your neck above water. You're treading water out there in the middle of the ocean and there's nothing underneath you feel like, and it's just, it's a very difficult place to be. I, I get it. I've been there. I, I've been there where that, you know, there hasn't been enough money uh, to pay the bills on time. Uh, I've been there where that there was, you know, literally $17 or 18 whatever it was, 18 $19 in my checking account. That's all that Amy and I had to our names at that moment in time. And so I get it. I get it. And I wish somebody had, you know, taught me these things, what I, what I'm sharing with you now, uh, if I could go back in time and talk to myself back then, I would tell this, tell the same thing. I actually asked this gentleman. So I asked the gentleman, let me go back to my breakfast (laughs) thing that I had. I asked the gentleman, I said, Hey, listen, do you have a scripture verse that you've kind of hung your hat on that you you've heard from the Lord? This is the scripture verse that you know uh you guys are hanging on to that God's given you that hey all all is well and quite honestly you know just like how I probably how I probably would have been back whenever I was you know uh 22 23 years old I would have probably been I would have probably been exactly like him I would have looked at, you know at uh at myself and like at a cow at a new game, go, oh, uh, what is that? <laughs> not knowing what to do. And, and here in lies, guys, where that I, I, I want to give you hope, not to say that, you know, yes, the scripture verse is the ticket out, okay? The, you definitely have to have a scripture verse um, that God's given you, just like how I, I, I was given a scripture verse and then I, I was given another example in the word, from a minister that I was listening to at night uh, on on a YouTube clip by Bill Winston. Anyway, but what I, what I want to get at is this right here: is you can hear pastors or ministers of the gospel talk about this, and you know God's going to meet your needs and everything's going to be okay. But the reality is, He really has. Jesus said in Luke chapter 4 that he is here to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, the year of favor, the Lord's year of favor. Now, you might kind of read over that and kind of glance and say, oh, that's great, you know, thank you, Lord, for that. You know, that's good. But I I want to build your faith to know that, that Jesus has done this and you can actually start to rest, and not be in a toilsome mindset. Actually not sit there and go, oh, you know, okay, i got to start grasping the straws and think of all these ideas. No, you can just actually relax, stay on assignment, whatever God's got you in, and start proclaiming the Scripture verse or Scripture verses that God has given you. So the, the, the year of the Lord's favor, because it's in Luke chapter uh, four, where Jesus enters the t- tabernacle or t- synagogue, the scroll is open. He opens up to Isaiah sixty-one. So you guys should know what that is. That you know, he set the captives free. That he's uh, proclaimed, <coughs> um, you know, uh, to the to the poor. Uh, it's all these things that Jesus says. But at the very end of that, he says, and he's actually come to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, or the year of the Lord's favor. And actually, in the Old Testament, that year is the year of Jubilee. And I am just now, as I'm reading through the entire Bible, as, as, as I'm recording this episode as of today, Okay, by the time this recording comes out, I'll be well past this. But anyway, it's just today I'm recording this now, and I just read it today. So I think it's in Leviticus chapter 25, Leviticus 25, where that God introduces to the children of Israel the year of Jubilee. Now, what is the year of Jubilee? Great question. Glad you asked. I'll give you a very highlighted scenario. In that chapter of uh, Leviticus chapter 25, God says to uh, us, laying things out for the children of Israel uh, via Moses, and says, look you are to every seventh year every seventh year you are to allow the land to be at rest you're not to supposed to pick you're not supposed to plant uh you know anything at all that year you're you're supposed to just give the land rest right every seventh year and then on the The year after the 49th year, so you got to think about that, seven sevens, seven times seven, so that's seven years, uh, you know, all the way through, right? Seven years, whatever it is. The 49th year, the year after that is the year of Jubilee, okay? Hence Pentecost, 50 days after um, the Passover, hence the, you know, the disciples being baptized in the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things going on with uh, the 50th day, the 50th year. Anyway, this 50th year was also supposed to be a sabbatical year. But even in that year, watch this now, even in that year, here's here's the awesome thing. Watch this. (laughs) Slaves are to go free debts are to be forgiven and land is supposed to be restored to its original owner. I want you to hear all that. Slaves are to go free. Debts are to be forgiven completely, wiped out, and land is supposed to go back to the original owner. Now, the only way, hear me on this, now watch this, okay? So, you know, and this is a huge statement I'm getting ready to say right here. In order to operate in the Sabbath rest, you've got to have faith. And when when I got a revelation of that about 15, 16 years ago, it took me more faith to not to work than to work. And so what I want to encourage you guys with, is not about working harder. It's not trying to come up with, you know, uh, an idea that's going to propel you to the next level. No, it's rest, stay in fellowship, stay with the cloud, don't get ahead of the cloud, stay behind the cloud actually, stay in that fellowship with the Lord, Because he's going to give you exactly what you need to do in any situation, and you've already been given back all the inheritance that the enemy stole. That's that's what the year of jubilee. We are living as born again believers in the year of jubilee. Now you might say, "Dude, Tyler, I'm getting ready to walk into work after listening to to this. How, How does that even apply?" to me as I walk into work. here, Okay, Mr. Hotshot. <laughs> Here's how this applies to you when you walk into work. The children of Israel were given, watch this, a double portion in order to sustain them through the year of Jubilee. That means that you have more than enough to be able to rest. So if you've got a situation, say, at work that you don't know how to handle, you don't need to be uh, worried about it. You don't need to be frustrated about it. You don't need to be concerned about it. You just have to rest. What that means is, is that in Jesus, okay, there's Jesus' rest, all right, And then you might hear people talk, well, there's active rest. No, there's Jesus rest. And Jesus, what Jesus rest is, is guess what? I'm going to fellowship. I'm going to have, I've got favor on my side. I'm going to recognize when I see favor show up and I'm going to celebrate it. Because the more you celebrate favor in your life, the more celebrate, the more favor grows in your life. Wow, that's a great statement right there. The more you celebrate favor in your life, God kind of favor, when you see favor show up in your life, the more you celebrate favor in your life, the more favor shows up in your life. Man, that's a great statement. I'm glad I said that. That That's good enough for me right there. Guys, start recognizing favor. Start seeing that Jesus basically in that whole Leviticus 25 that... He's given you all the resources that you need, all right? He was the master, and uh, they were stewards of the resources. You've got to be given all these resources. You're stewards of all the resources, but actually you're owners with stewardship privileges or stewardship responsibilities, I should say. And guess what? You can rest. You can rest and know that the favor of the Lord is going to uh, work situations out on your behalf. He will. It's that, I mean, Jesus proclaimed the year of the year of favor. And you can actually rest in that. The year of the Lord's favor. Basically affirming, I'm just reading this right here because I'm parked. This people, he redeemed them from sins, just as the year of Jubilee, the people were also liberated from guilt, debt, and crimes. How about that? That's what the year of Jubilee did the land was to lay dormant. Prisoners were to be released. Debtors were to be forgiven. Jubilee meant a year of rest, a time to rest from labor, a time for grace, a time for celebration, celebrating freedom set forth by God. It was a time of deliverance and restoration. Jubilee demonstrated that everything Israel had belonged to God. That's a great statement right there. Jubilee demonstrated when you rest in your situation, when you sit there and you say, you know what? You know, I know I've got this crazy situation going on at work or crazy situation going on in my family, but you know what? I've got my scripture verse. I've got where God has promised me that I'm going to rest. The highest form of faith is to rest in. The faith or in that verse that you know has been done it's not good. You, you don't have to be concerned about anything you can rest you don't have to sit there and toil or strive anymore. <clears throat> gang, I hope this helps this is this is good stuff. Jesus did it Jesus we are in the year of jubilee and you can rest and believe that and get revelation knowledge when you need it you've got it proclaim it. I am in the year of Jubilee. You can say that right now. I am in the year of Jubilee. I live in the year of Jubilee continually in my life right now. Man, that's good stuff right there. So gang, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs is upon you, and gang, will catch you on the other side.